Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. This is a national health alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a free meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pedometer as our special gift to you. We have knee, back, and other braces available, as well as pharmacy services. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and you have insurance, we can help. 888-303-9136. 888-303-9136. 888-303-9136. That's 888-303-9136. Welcome, welcome everyone to Blog Talk USA. We are so happy to be here with you on this marvelous Monday. Before we get started, let me tell you how you can always find us, listen to our live programs and our archived episodes. The number to call is 515-605-9375. To listen live by phone to all of our live programs. You can also catch us at blogtalkusa.com, at blogtalkradio.com forward slash blogtalkusa, and you can find us in podcast form on Stitcher, iTunes, Apple Radio, pretty much any place you can find podcasts. You can find Blog Talk USA podcast and Marvelous Monday. Okay, I know we do have an exciting show for you today, and I know that it is, um, I, what is it, International Women's Day, I believe it is. Yes. So yes. We, I know we have an amazing uh, queen coming on. We have a couple of those every Monday. So <laughs> let me give you to the first one, my mother, Dr. Shirley McKellar. Welcome, Dr. Good McKellar. evening. Good evening, Ms. Rihanna. How are you? Happy Monday and happy Marvelous Monday. Yes, we are going to have an amazing show today. The real queen is going to come on for us out of Kilgore, Texas. And so we're going to talk about this International Women's Day. And so we're going to do this show in her honor uh, today, Ms. Rihanna. And we thank all of those listeners from everywhere that's tuning in to listen to our amazing show uh, this evening. So I'm not going to waste any time. I want to get right out there and get going uh, but before, just just before uh, we get started, I want to uh, say congratulations to the new chapter there in Longview. It's called Greg County uh, Coalition uh, Chapter for Change or something like that. And they're going to be working uh, in conjunction with uh, the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats, for which you know that I serve as the president of the East Texas Coalition of Black Democrats. So uh, we appreciate them, and they had their installation on last night, and that's where I met this wonderful, wonderful young lady uh, from over in Kilgore. 
a very smart young lady. And so we're going to hear from her, but I wanted to take that moment. And Ms. Sierra Evans actually is one of the uh, officers that was installed there coming out to work to try to make a change and make a difference uh, in our community to make it better uh, than what we found it. And we want to make it better as we leave it uh, for the next generation, which will transcend me into uh, our special guest, who is uh, the up-and-coming generation already doing great stuff uh, in this community. So we want to, uh, first of all, make sure that she's there. Her name is uh, Miss Tennyson, Chandria Tennyson. Uh, are you there? I want you to press Miss, Miss Rihanna. Is her line open for us right now? She is. Uh, no, uh, no, I we need to press one. Okay, if you would press one, uh, Miss Tennyson, and then that would open up the lines and bring you in. And, uh, and so everybody, uh, yes, very good. Uh, good evening, Miss Tennyson. How are you? Hi, it's actually Tadaria Tennyson. See, I knew I was getting that wrong, wrong, that first name wrong. Tell us again, how do you pronounce it? Shadaria? Shadaria Tennyson. Sedaria Tennyson. Okay, well, great. And so we're going to hear from Sedaria, and uh, and so we're going to ask everybody else that's out there tonight listening to if you would just mute your lines and listen in, and if you want to come in and make any comments and say anything, uh, then, of course, uh, you can press 1, and Ms. Rihanna will open your lines up for you. Uh, also, Ms. Rihanna, uh, Constable Jackson and uh, Minister Major uh, traveled over to Long Review with us on last night. Uh, it's a lot of things going on in East Texas, and so we want to get a handle on things, and that was the, another reason for, uh, for the major and massive meeting there last night. It was a lot of people all the way from Dallas, Texas, that was there because actually we, we originally had a special guest that was going to be coming in from Houston and that uh, for some reason she had a little snafu and was not able to make it. So hopefully uh, she will be able to come to see us again very soon. So go ahead and, and I want you, uh, Ms. Tennyson, to introduce yourself to everyone. Tell us what you want us to know about you in regards to uh, the, the grade that you're in and your school and where you live and that kind of thing. And then we'll, we'll open up and, and do a little interviewing uh, of you and talk about an incident that you experienced there at your school. So go ahead. People know who you are. Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Shadaria Tennyson. I attend Kilgore High School, and I live in Kilgore, Texas. Uh, I am a senior in high school, which is 12th grade. And I am 18 years old. What What are some of the activities that you're involved in there, Shadari? Um. Well, I have. I'm not in any like. I'm. I'm actually a dancer, and I pray okay. for my school for okay, every practitioner. Very nice. Sports. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, uh, Miss Sports. I said we consider that a sport. <laughs> that is absolutely anything a sport. If you're a dancer, <laughs> mm-hmm. go ahead. So I'm okay. I'm, 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 I'm actually in um, Forever Friends, which is is an organization outside of school, and we go around the community and help uh, other kids my age and younger to come together and do things around our community to make it better. 
Very good. That's, that's excellent. So what I want you to do is to share your experience that you had with one of the teachers there uh, at your high school. And I'm just going to step back, and you can start at the beginning and then give us the complete uh, story of what happened with you. You can even tell us when. And I think it was actually Black History Month, was it not? Was it last month? Yes, it was last month. Okay. All right. Go ahead and share with our audience. Because there's a lot of people out there listening and a lot of people that's going to be on your side and want to know what they're going to be able to do to help you out in this situation once you share that with us. So go ahead. I'm just going to step back and then you tell us from the beginning all the way to whatever is happening with that issue right now. Go ahead. Okay. Um, well, when I went to my classroom, classroom, it was actually a substitute teacher. And me personally, I'm always nice to the substitute teachers because, you know, they don't know every child in that room. So I'm always the nice one trying to be nice and make them laugh and everything to not be so serious. And um, when when we were waiting to go to the restroom, he was talking about his coworker that he worked with when he was younger and talking about his skin color. And it kind of made me kind of uncomfortable because he was talking about how dark he was and everything. And I was like, okay, this is kind of getting out of hand. And he started to talk about my color. And I'm I'm a dark-skinned girl. And when he, he told me that I was darker than the ace of spades and how black I was, and he continued to stand up and put his glasses on and look me dead in my face, like all in my face and my, my my bubble and looked at my skin and told me I was pure black, like I'm really black. He's never seen someone so black as me. And I felt really uncomfortable in that situation. And it was in front of the whole class. And and at that point I felt so I felt really small because as a young kid it it for a long time it took me a long time to love myself and love my my color, mm-hmm. and it 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 really made me sad because when it was in front of the whole class, like he pointed at me, and in front of the whole class, and it made me feel it made me feel very like ugly in a sense. And I know I shouldn't say that, but it really made me feel small. And oh then I I went to. I went to my went to my school principal to talk to him about the situation, and my mother came to the school and talked to him about the situation as well. And I continued the situation on to go to a school board meeting by myself because my mom was at work, and I decided, you know, I want to be an adult about this and take it to the school board meeting and talk about my situation. The situation has been solved. The substitute has, he's not, I really can't say in a sense, but um, the the situation has been solved. It it won't ever happen to me, but I always, I never thought it would happen to me. And I, Mm -hmm. I hope and pray that it wouldn't happen to no one, no other child of color or any child. Very good. Well, well, let me ask you this, uh, Shadari. You said that it has been it has been solved. Mm-hmm. So, so what is, what is your idea of solved? What does that mean to 
to you and so that we'll know what that means to you by being solved. I really I really can't say. I just know that he has been solved in a way. Mm-hmm. So like I really I really can't say. So Okay. Do you know if this uh, man will be allowed to abuse children in a capacity as an authority figure in that in the public school system anymore? Do you or do you know the answer to that, or are you able to say? No, I'm I'm not able to say that either. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm not. Arthur, okay. how y'all doing tonight? Hey oh, hello, Mr. Ar- and Mr. Arthur was there with uh, with Miss Tennyson on last night as, as well. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. Yeah, I got a chance to meet this uh, beautiful young lady uh, uh, yesterday, and, and so uh, and basically, and basically, you know, when we talked to her and her mom, and basically, is the mom here tonight? Is she she also on? Is mom on? Is mom on the phone? Um, today. Yes. Okay. Yes, my mom yeah. is okay. here. Okay. I, I heard her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so when we were talking to her and her mom, you know, basically, uh, you know, and some other kids were at the also told their stories. And from what they're saying, this is a regular thing. This is normalized. And so what we were explaining to her was that, you know, that somebody needs to, it needs to be addressed in a full kind of way. Otherwise, this is going to continue to help to other uh, kids of color, uh, you, you know, black kids. So basically, yeah. uh, you know, I'm hoping that we can, uh, you know, assist them in that and, and uh, you know, and, and try to, and get them to see it as a larger fight, you know. Uh, you know, I, I know what she means when she say it's resolved, but if you can't, but, you know, basically, if you can't say what happened, nobody's, a, you know, nobody told you anything, then you can't really say it was resolved. It just right. pushed up on the board. So, you know, resolved right. means I know what happened. Uh, I know what the punishment was. I know what my... You know what I, you know what I have now out of it, but you know you don't have any of those answers right now. So and, and again, and they're free to do it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So right. I hope that you all will, you know, will, will actually address it. You know, yeah, and you know we'll do whatever we can to assist you. Exactly. I understand. I um, I'm comfortable in my school right now. Like I know that nothing will happen. I just pray that when I leave and graduate. Nothing will ever happen like that to no one else of color. Yeah, and yeah. to me, my 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 mantra is very important to me. And yeah. in a way that I would pray that no one ever not not even just in my school, even in other schools around, ever mm-hmm. happen. Like I pray that they can come out and tell their story, and they can get help as well. Well, you know, you, you know being that. here goes a long way for that. You telling right. your story, other people who hear okay. this, it, this will give mm-hmm. them strength. You've never deserved ever for that to happen to you, and it's a really bold and brave and courageous thing for you to be talking about it. So thank you for that. I'm sorry, Mr. Arthur. Go ahead. Yeah, that's one just you know because I know she's a Christian young lady. You know, just understand that uh, you know prayer to our work is dead. Uh, he'll make a way out of no way, but you got to be doing something for the way to get through there. So based on just saying that, you know, you love your culture. Uh, sometimes you got to fight for it. Sometimes you got to fight for your culture. Uh, right. And you got to fight and pave the way uh, and show and show because again, because see, I mean, I know and your prayers are good, but you're gonna be gone, and mm-hmm. and those other kids still gonna be there, and I guarantee you mm-hmm. they're gonna do it again. 
I guarantee you. Because yeah. the other kids already said it. it was one that was there older than you. She had left two years prior to it. She told about her situation. Then two That's years right. later, there you are. Now I'm telling you, after you leave, I mean, your prayers are good, but after you leave, they're going to do it again. And all I'm saying is, let's address it. I mean, I mean, if you would, I mean, I mean, if you want to, but like, but like your mom say, we ain't going to make you do anything. You know, without you, but I just want you to know that, that uh, sometimes somebody has to stand up. Mm-hmm. Mother can sit yeah. down. Oh, that's right. So, so are you? You're not feeling stressed or anything like that once you go to school, back to school. Now, you're you're perfectly comfortable uh, being being in the classroom. Uh, yes, and yes, sure. because I know that I'm gonna be okay. I mean. Yeah. Right. I know I'm gonna be okay regardless, but mm-hmm. um, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. Okay. Okay. So, did okay. did a lot of kids rally around you? Your friends? Did they have your back? Yes, a lot of my friends had my back. I didn't know that they were gonna have my back like this. That they that I thought they would. <laughs> and I really, I really, I love my friends for it for being there for me and supporting me through this. Uh, this whole thing. Beautiful. Mm. That's great. Absolutely. That shows what kind of a friend you are. Yeah. About that kind of support. That's right. That's right. Well, I wanted everybody to hear uh, that because here we are, guys, and let's face it, in the 21st century, we're still enduring these kinds of things that are happening in our community. I want to share share with you guys about an article that was sent out uh, here in Tyler, Texas, and uh, it was written by a lady that works for K New Radio uh, Station, and, um, and and everybody knows that I, I I really want to see I really want to see uh, North West Tyler, especially North Tyler, because because the west side of Tyler is beginning to grow. But as a city councilwoman, I want to see North Tyler uh, play catch up to to some of the other areas of the city. And so, an article was written last week. Do you live in the six most dangerous uh, areas of our city? And every one of those six areas was actually in the north part of the city where I live. Where um, I serve as councilwoman, uh, along with the the next area was where um, the other African American who serves on council, his area where Black people live, and so I I talked to the chief of policemen and and said you know first of all I already know where the bulk of the crimes uh, exist in our city. And it's not in the areas, it's not in those areas, uh, the areas in which I live. We have, yeah, we have crime everywhere, but we, but, mm-hmm. but the bulk of the crime does not exist in, in the areas that was pointed out. And so the chief of policeman says, I don't know where they got those statistics. As a matter of fact, the lady called uh, to, find, to the police department, and the police department told her uh, that's not correct. And she printed it anyway. So, so I guess my anyway fake news 
see. And uh, so, I, I, man, we're working. That what good is that going to do? What good is it doing for anybody? Uh, we we have an amazing police department that's keeping up with crime. Uh, they're keeping up with uh, making sure that that law enforcement is all over the city. So for you to put out that negative press uh, is not doing this city any good. It's not doing my area where I live any good. And all it's good, all it's going to do. Well, it's it's going to keep. All it will do will keep people from coming to set up businesses in this in this area. But go and, ahead. And, and first of all, call it what it is. It, look, 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 call it what it is. Say, say, it, she printed a lie. That's not negative press. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. That ain't true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She needs so to, need to call it what it is. She needs to retract and, 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 that. And, 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 it's a lie. Well, yeah. Well, exactly. Exactly right. And so, uh, so uh, many of the leaders are, are, are not happy. We're very upset about it, and of course, don't don't think we're not moving forward about it. And, and, and maybe <laughs> it may never it may never happen again. But but unless we speak up and stand up one. and move and do something about it, because mm-hmm. there are people that's time that's going to come behind us when we may not be here. But if we set this precedence right now to make sure that yeah. things like this don't continue to happen in this country in the 21st century. Who would have thought yeah. that an educator who's supposed to be mentoring and taking care of our young students like mm-hmm. like Miss Tennyson, and he's talking in her face stupid things, <laughs> you know, downright stupid. Mm-hmm. Who does that? I mean, right? how can you have that much hate in your heart how can you that you would do that to someone? Well, speaking Here's of Eddie here, Eddie here, speak, Eddie here, speaking of hating your heart, I don't know if you heard or not, but Louis Gomert was at CPAC. Yeah. He got, and he said he's not going to quarantine. Yes, y'all he see taking him, take tours off of Texans through D.C. today. He take off running. Mr. Arthur. Take off running. And, and then he said he yeah. was going back to D.C. And, yeah. and, and be around and, and infect a whole bunch of other now, folks. But the intelligent now who does people that? say, now who, right. now who does that? <laughs> Sounds hateful to me. <laughs> Sounds hateful to me, too. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It makes no sense. I mean, it, even for the mere, at least that you would think about uh, the next person, even if you don't care. Any, well, how can you care about the next person if you don't care about yourself? That, that, exactly. That, why am I asking you that go. question? Because I know the answer to that, right? You that guy was probably certainly not going to go ahead. I, I, I bet you Lou and that guy is related. I bet they some kids because they got the same mo. They don't care. Uh, <laughs> rude, right, I, right. And, and then there was there. Uh, and Miss Brianna, welcome, uh, uh, Mr. Dundee Walker. On it's so great to have him listening in with us tonight. Come right on in, Mr. Dundee yeah. Walker. Press one and join in on the conversation. We'd be delighted to have you because, Mr. Walker, we were actually uh, talking to uh, the young lady about coming on our our Wednesday morning show, and I, she's in class. Uh, well, I think that she's not available. She's not available on Thursday, I believe. Is that right, Ms. Tennyson? You may be available on Wednesday morning, but you're not on Thursday. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. I would be um I would be in class Thursday, uh, Thursday, but I can call in on Wednesday. You can call. Okay, then. So, Mr. Dunny Walker, we if you like, we can have uh, our young lady to come on 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 uh, Wednesday morning from eight till nine o'clock. 
Because these kinds of information and this message needs to get out there to the public so that people will be aware that these things still exist so we can fight against the wiles of the devil because that's all that is. But, Mr. Walker, how are you doing? Good evening. I'm doing okay. Um, Are you having on, are you talking tomorrow or next Wednesday? Because tomorrow's the second Wednesday. Yes, well, this is spring break. This is spring break, so there's no city hmm. council meeting for us uh, this week. Uh, okay. Due to, due to, yeah, so we're we're out. Okay. So are you, so are you gonna be you gonna is she gonna come on tomorrow? Gala spring break. No, not no. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's Tuesday. Tomorrow's Tuesday. <laughs> Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday. Tuesday. Okay. No, Wednesday. 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 <laughs> Tomorrow's yes. Tuesday. So I'm a day ahead, everyone. We'll go to the VA hospital tomorrow And then we'll see you on Wednesday Go ahead Mr. Uh, no, I, it's, it's just just a comment if I, if I may please Hello Of course, yeah, of course. Go right, Please do uh, okay. go right ahead um, Just a comment to the young lady um, Ma'am um, and, and I'm sorry for what has happened to you um, mm-hmm. My heart goes out to you Number one um, just very quickly, um, see, I'm a product of busing and, and discrimination. And, and you said something that you said you're okay, okay? And you're okay, but what about the people coming behind you? Okay? See, I, I integrated yeah, one of the first all-white high schools in, in Michigan, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and I went into a school that from day one, they told me, go back to Africa, mm. go home, go back there. And my home was now in Inkster, Michigan. You see, if, if, you don't, if you don't nip it in the bud, if it's not nipped in the bud, just like the gentleman said, it's going to continue. Well, that's why I went to the school board to talk to them about mm-hmm. my situation. I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm just gonna keep you 100. Um, and I'm a product of, of, of the Dr. King era, and I, I thought this, like President Obama said, he said, I thought we had put this to bed, but we didn't put it to bed properly. It's a, it's alive and well. I'm watching history repeat itself. My, my senior grad, graduating class from this high school. It was over 800 people, and there was only 20 African Americans that graduated in my class. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have to see Remember the Titans. I'm a Titan. I don't watch any of those movies. I grew up in this, and we went against the norms to make it better for the young people coming behind me, and, and we did that. I wasn't okay. I was called some bad names going to school. I, they threw rocks at my bus. Um, it, it was bad. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, every every year for three years, we got in the fights. It was racial tension. So I, I'm not okay with it. I, I'm not okay well, with I, it. Well, I, under, I understand where you're coming from. Um, and, hold on one second. My mom would like to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi, my name my name is Charlotte Williams, and I am Shadarius' mother. Uh, when she says she's okay, it's not putting it to rest because I'm not putting it to rest because no other child should have to endure it. 
um, as a mother, it broke my heart. But when she says she's okay, that also burned joy to my heart because nobody knows the trial and tribulations I went through with my child and her psyche about her color. So for one time this happened to her, she was able to maintain herself and control herself in the whole situation. And when she said she's okay, that meant to me. I understand what you're saying, but it meant to me as a mother trying to help her make it through. I got mm-hmm. this. I'm okay. Uh, I love you. Don't, don't get me wrong. It doesn't don't get me wrong. what someone else says to me. Yeah. Right. Ma'am, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to attack the young lady. I'm just because I'm sitting here listening to this, and I, I felt pain. Oh, it was, okay. yeah. It's painful. She's doing better than I am. I'm gonna put you like that. She's doing better <laughs> right. than I am. I bet. Yeah. I bet. Exactly. I bet. Exactly. Yeah. Because I felt I felt pain yesterday. I I felt as as a medical person. I when I I listen to people and I'm always making assessments. That's just my profession. That's just the way I. That's just me, uh, because that's my training. And so when I sat there, and I believe that she, I believe that this baby is okay. Right. However, I guess I, I guess I, but I, I I feel like that there is still some unfinished business in this case. That's right. why I wanted her to come on, yes. uh, so we can dialogue about it because Absolutely. I don't feel that it's settled. I, I mean, I I could no I just don't I don't feel that it's settled. And it's uh, not settled in a way where is it more of it? Yes, it's more of it. Yes, of it yes. didn't come forward. Mine decided to come forward. Her situation sure. was settled. Took sure. you know it was that part was done. She will never have to worry about that particular person again. Of course, this is her exactly. I get that. I get that. But I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to drop. I, I just want to drop this very quickly. You know, some of the names that I and I'm not okay to this day. Some of the names that I had to endure, Spear Chucker, Porch Monkey, Watermelon, mm-hmm. that scarred me. Mm-hmm. That, scarred, that scarred me. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. It scarred me. Looking and back, I do understand yes, because I, I've had to endure myself through my lifetime. Um, I'm, 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 climbing, I'm climbing them years myself, you know. So I, right. I do understand I've been there. I've grown from them, but to, that's right. to have your child have to endure it, that's right. Being wrong for that's me. right. Right. Well, it, it's, it's troubling. It's so troubling that the things that we endured, is st- and, and our students and our children uh, are still enduring the same yes. things that we endured right. years ago. It's sad. I, 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 it's I sad. went to Ty- and I, I tell everybody I went to Tyler Junior College. I, I was one of two uh, black African-American students in my class. It was anatomy and physiology class, and the professor gave us a different exam, a different exam from the Caucasian students. He gave them yeah. exams of 50 questions, gave us exams, me and my friend, 100 questions, questions 55 of them we had never seen in our lives before. None of the material. We were, he was setting us up for failure. So there's some more 
teachers out there, there's some more people. I'm not even going to, because real educators would never do that. Real professionals would never do this. But there's some no, more people out there like that will do this. Now. Yeah, 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 they're still doing that now to an extent. That's, yeah. I mean, I feel it's still being done. Well, yeah. Sure. There's an agenda. Doing it. Somebody's <laughs> There's doing an agenda it. with with those types of people. So, of course, anywhere they can get in under the woodwork and get in there, they'll be there in every facet yep. of our lives. And they'll be there hardcore to blatantly behave this way and damage people after, in this way. Rihanna, after I heard a story yesterday, the 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 the, the piece that the, the and this is what I'm saying, you know, because if nothing else, this needs to be held accountable. Uh, they didn't follow their own rules. They have rules yes. of the way they're supposed yes. to handle this type of stuff. There's supposed to be a yeah. meeting between the parent and, and you know, it's supposed to be a lot of stuff happen. Did none of that happen? They just okay, wow. uh, you know, we done sell it. And, and I'm telling you, when you do it like that, you do it like yes. that, you leaving you you're leaving kids behind you vulnerable. And all I'm saying is. Just hold them accountable. Uh, point out, yes. point out what they didn't do administratively. So at least the next time it happens, they'll follow the rules. They didn't even follow. They didn't bother right. with the rules. Yes. yes. Well, you either tolerate this sort of thing or you stand firmly against it. It is so clear, <laughs> so clear. And, when and you, you just heard on the rules and yes. Yeah. And, and you know, and they didn't give her anything in writing. To indicate what happened to that guy. They just said, "Oh, we took care of it." Well, you know, really, right? So, what does that mean? Yeah, we're in, a, we're in the process of getting all that. That's why she cannot speak excellent as, as sure. about it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. It's a relief. It's such a huge relief that she will never have to deal with this again. It's it's awesome that her first thought is those who come after her, as she said. You know, all that part of it as a mother. I totally am with you on both sides of this because it's like you want your kid to be okay. You, you know, you fight against this let's sort say, of, you know, self-esteem. Let's, stuff be careful. Hey, let's be careful. Hmm. About, hey, let's be careful when we say she won't ever have to deal with this again. Say in this sense. Yeah, exactly. In this, it, it will be with this guy in this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very good. That yeah. man, yeah. very yeah. good point. But in general, as I explained to her, as we all know, we are black, and we will always endure those type of things to an extent. So right. with each bout, and that's what I have taught her all her life about who she is and how she handles herself and things like that, she will always know how to approach Exactly. That situation. And Very that's good. what my forefront is for her to be able to approach it right then. Because I first thought, for me, to be honest with you, I probably would have went off that particular day. I bet. But because bet. of what she's been taught, she was able to sustain herself to go to right. uh, the higher authority. Right. So that's something she has to, unfortunately, she'll always have to have on the tip of her back, knowing that, okay. I got. I always can't go through aggression. She always got to find yeah. a different way. That's right. Well, let me just right. tell you, ma'am, that you have reared an amazing young lady. Yeah. And and, and we we were so proud to see how she stood up and spoke so well about Amen. the issue that she had endured so well. Was very proud. She's actually very adamant about it. Um, she talks to other children of color. 
You know, she Good. she likes she hypes people up when it comes to someone feeling down on themselves. Pretty much, yeah. Shay's a person who don't really care about what color you are. You it, you can be blue, black, purple, white. It doesn't matter. But when she sees something, she likes to inspire, and that's just within her. But first, yes. when she learned how to inspire herself, that's why she's able to inspire others. Very good. Wow. Very good. Wow. You did good, Mama. Yeah, she did outstanding, outstanding. Do you want to share anything else with us, little Miss Tennyson? Um, no, ma'am. I just want to say thank you guys for letting my me and my mom speak um, to you guys and and this community and everything. Right, and it's not well, a, it's an everyday fight, and she knows that. That's a fight every day for part of her freedom that our ancestors fought for. So it's it's an everyday go. battle. There so you go. she's well aware of that. And, right, um, right. You know, so that, that was clear make when it, she went to the school board, and <laughs> when you weren't able to go, and she went on her own. That took a lot of guts. That took uh, a lot. She purposely did that. She, you know, most people think, "Why is your mother not here?" No, she purposely did that. She right. wanted that, to that's awesome. She told us last night, she says, I'm 18, <laughs> and, wow. and I, I'm a young woman, and I can handle my situation. And she All right. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you, you always, mom bird, I always want to be there to catch, you know. Of course. Exactly. <laughs> You make sure we have on hey, Wednesday, please, ma'am. Yes, sir. Oh, we will. Right? Okay, thank you. Hey, baby girl, take your mama. Hey, 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 baby girl, take your mama with you next time. Matter <laughs> 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 of fact, you can take all of us with you. We'll all be your parents. I'll go with you. There you go. I love it though. So much. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Brianna, we, we don't have I don't think we have Bishop Gillery on uh, comments. He's not on with us tonight he, he was feeling ill this weekend Let me just double check oh. the board one more time He hasn't been on sure. yet this evening uh, No, oh, he's not okay. on with us Okay And we hope he well, feels we, better Well, we look forward to your coming on with us on Wednesday morning We have a different uh, group of uh, people around the nation That will be listening so, uh, so we, we're happy that you're going to come on with WGLRO, and that's our a Wellness Wednesday. And on that show, we always focus on keeping keeping us well and keeping people focused on where they need to be and when they need to be there. So thank you so very much uh, for joining us tonight. And, Mom, keep up the great work. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> And 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 uh, and Miss Little Miss Tennyson, you keep on encouraging uh, others uh, in your age category and younger, and in any yes, any yeah. level. But keep up that great work and keep your head as high as you can get it. <laughs> and yes, uh, right. I know you're gonna tell us what you're gonna major in when you go off to college and where are you planning to go. I'm going to Gar- uh, Jarvis Christian College and majoring in business. Oh, way to go! Okay, so you'll be close. You'll be close to home. That's great. So, yes. so mom can keep. So mom can continue to inspire you and and, and keep a close eye on you <laughs> because all of our no, no all of our time. young and, and us as well, the rest of us. 
Come on. Right. Well, yeah. it, it, it takes that village, right, to continue to help yes, our, our young folks get where they need to be. Thank you so much for being on with us tonight. Feel free to stay on if you'd like. Uh, but let me ask you, I, I was about to ask you one thing. I know that you turned 18. When did you have your birthday? Uh, November 1st. November 1st. Okay, very good. So did you get a chance to vote this year? Yes, you vote? Very good. How yes, did that ma'am. feel? Wonderful. How, what, what was your feelings when you got a chance to go and vote? It felt very empowering, and I felt very in, felt very important in everything. <laughs> very you important. are important. You, there you yes, go. Yes, you are. There you go. Very much so. Thank well, you. great. Well, that's you what we're going to talk about right now. We're going to talk a little <laughs> bit about what's going on in the country politically. So, uh, so we'd love oh, to have you, you stay on, and so that you can share. Uh, share a little bit with us on um, on what what you think about the political process that's going on uh, in in America and uh, and all of that. So uh, let, let's talk politics, everybody. Miss uh, McKellar, Miss McKellar, yes, sir. McKellar, could, yes, could you go get your congressman? Could you go get him? Go get, go get your congressman. <laughs> let's, let, let, me, let, me, let me. She can't catch him. <laughs> no, I don't want to be anywhere close to him. You don't want to catch him there because he got corona. <laughs> no, no I, right. I certainly don't. I, I certainly do not want to, to touch him. So are you familiar? Do you know who your congressperson is for your district, uh, Ms. Tennyson? Do you know who your congressperson is? Sidari, yeah, are you there? She gone? Okay, okay. All right. I don't even know who he is, so she probably didn't know that. <laughs> so, so uh, listen, Ms. Arthur, share it with us. What, what were your thoughts on the meeting on last evening? I heard something in the background. What we say again? Say it again. Yeah, so, so what were your thoughts on um, the meeting on yesterday? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, it was it. Was, uh, you know, I got to make some contact actually. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, for the Geo TV program. Right. Uh, so, you know, so again, I'm, I'm gonna go off into it, but basically, you know, you, you know, there are there are some folks trying to secure some funds so that we can do a decent uh, Geo TV program, as far as getting out to vote, educating our uh, people, and that type of thing, as far as the you know vote coming up. So. Uh, Anyway, so that was, you know, that was inspiring. And then I got to meet, the, you know, I got to meet his tennis and them, you know, and I got to mm-hmm. talk with them. And then I got to talk with that other guy, man, the other guy I told you about. But I, I'm not going to tell about his situation. But, yeah, you know, I got to, you know, you know, help him out before he went and made a fool out of himself. <laughs> so, so anyway, so, you know, so I enjoyed the meeting. Uh, it was great, you know, uh, industrial ceremony. I got to meet all the new Texas black Democrats. Uh, uh, was that Tyler Tyler and Longview, or that just uh, – that just well, Long it's view. actually it's Greg County. Mm-hmm. It's it's Greg County. So okay, so do y'all have one too? No, we no we don't have that. That's a that's something that they came up with. But now, but what what I want to say in in regards to I don't know if uh, Minister Major is on and I he said he was going to call in, uh, but he's I, not on yet. I, he's not okay. The one thing that I say, uh, Mr. Arthur, is that. And I don't know, is Mr. Dunny Walker still on? And he may want to dialogue on this because I, I, we talked about this a lot. 
Let me just tell Mr. Uh, Donnie, if you want to get in on the conversation, just press one one more time. We had a little background yeah. noise on your line. So one, one okay. more time. Please go ahead. But, but here's what I say. We have so many different organizations. And this group is over here, and this group is over there, and mm-hmm. that one's over here, and, and everybody's right, everywhere right. all over the place. And I say we are so much stronger in number. And if we, I mean, we, that's just one more organization. I'm not saying that they should not have set their organization right, 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 up. Right. I can't say. I'm right. just saying there's one more organization. So we need to come together. And we come together because mm. we, we have some of the same missions, the same goals, the same objectives. Mm. So why mm-hmm. are we everywhere, same goals and objectives? We, you know, we were supposed to have the DOJ on yesterday, and she couldn't make it, whatever. Uh, and, but everybody is, is talking about criminal justice and criminal justice reform. They're talking about health care. Mm-hmm. They're talking about education of our young students like Shadaria. I mean, we talk, we're talking about the same thing, doing the same thing. So why are we all over the place everywhere instead of coming together? And it doesn't mean that you cannot well, have your organization. You can, but we need to be working together as a team. Well, look here. Go ahead. Look, look at Miss Kelsey. That's where the. That's where the. Uh, if it, of course, now my position is, everybody work from where you at. Like 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 right there where you at. First, you got your family right there. You just work with them. Then you got your, you know, community. Then you got, so basically what I'm just trying to say is that, you know, whenever another organization pop up, you know, and, and, that's, and again, you know, I applaud for whatever I hope they get to do. Uh, you know, when they pop up, it, it depends on the leadership, depends on who's leading it, as, as to whether yeah. they can get some infrastructure that's going to last longer than this year. So that's going to be right. There you go. And so, go. And so basically all I'm just saying is that, you know, I'm glad to see them try. You know, like, uh, you know, when the movement started, after Trayvon Martin and so forth, here in Dallas, a bunch of young groups popped up. And somebody asked me, well, hey, why ain't you? I said, no, I, I said, I'd be disappointed if I didn't see them. So I'm just saying that, you know, it's kind of like the herd. You know, you, you, you know, you throw a bunch of them, some of them going to work, some of them ain't. But you got to try. So, you know, leadership, if you got some leadership, you want to lead some, hey, I see more power to you. Just don't come and tell me, don't come and get me to do the work. You know, because you want to start it. So, you know, as long as you're willing to leave what you start. A, a partner told me one time, he said, don't start a revolution unless you're ready to take over. Right. Wow. Yeah. So maybe they're ready to take over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't I don't know. I, I just, I'm, I think about all of the organizations that we have here in our city. And. If you if you look at their missions, that includes the NAACP. I'm a member of the NAACP. I'm a member of the our Greek organization. I'm a member of some more organizations over here, and and top ladies of distinction. All, but the goals and the missions and the objectives are basically all about the same. And I just named the three are different. The cultures the cultures are different. The cultures are, yeah, they are. Okay, yeah. tell me, tell, tell well, me. I mean, so you telling are you telling me all these black people have different cultures? I'm saying the organizations that they're in have different cultures. Well, no, I'm, but I'm saying to you that the, the their missions, their missions, yeah, missions are 
the goals. Of the same. The goals, yeah. About the same. Yeah. About the same. It's kind of like. It's kind of like Martin and Malcolm and, you know, like they have the same goals but different way of getting there. But they, you see what I'm saying? You're kind of saying different cultures. Okay. You know, head, well, head different, towards the different same methods, Different methods of, of, of accomplishing their same mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and, had different and personalities. They had different personalities. And I would suggest to you, and, and I would suggest to you by, having, by having, as you say, so many, I think it gives us actually a better chance of getting getting there. You know, it's kind of like you know, it's kind of like you know, blitzing the quarterback. You know, if enough of us come, they can't block up all the holes. But I, what but what <laughs> I'm saying to you is, I'm not saying that these organizations should not exist. I'm saying that we're stronger in number. You got a little handful over here, and you got a little handful over there, and and all yeah, around. Yeah, Yep. Yeah, yes, you know, a power was not distributed by, you know, if, you, if we're talking about power, which to me, power was empty, shared by all in its presence. You know, power was, you know, power don't, you know, power work like that. You can like have, uh, you know, like you can have this organization over here, it may not have but 10 people in it. Maybe the fastest moving thing you see. Got nothing over here, guys. Not, not, not happening here. Not, you're not here. Not 400. It's not happening here. You know, it's you not know, happening here. It ain't nothing. It's not happening. Yeah, but you got to remember. Uh, okay, well, I'm gonna ask you this question: When has it happened there? When more people come together. When no, people no, have no, come no. I mean, in the past. No, no, I mean, in the past. Has it happened? That, has it ever happened? I'm, I'm there? only talking. I'm only talking about the past because right now I can tell you that's not happening. In the past, when people came, you you, and I'm gonna use that as an example. You have a church over mm-hmm. here. And you have church over there and church over there. <laughs> and when all those churches came together, uh-huh. they were able to remove the Jim Crow signs out of Smith County. When all And even though they were different churches and had different missions and all of that. They had leadership. But when, they had leadership, they, but when, but when, those, but when those people, to include my father and my grandfather, when those people came leadership. together. Leadership. Yes. And that's the point I'm making to you is that. It's not happening with all of our organizations because we're not pulling and so pulling together. So, so what you're actually saying is it's really not the number of organizations that you're really uh, you're talking about. It's the lack of leadership in all those organizations. Well, yeah, okay, you can put it that way. But, yeah, the number of organizations that we have that's not coming together to make the same missions because they all basically have the same to include the NAACP. Uh, we're not, it's not happening. We're not making it happen because this person wants to do their thing and this person wants to do their thing and this person wants, this organization wants to do their thing, which that's great. They all should do whatever their mission is, but I'm telling you that we're stronger in numbers when all of these organizations come together. In other words, all I'm talking about is a coalition of people, of organizations coming together because we have the same I, mission. I guarantee you, we have the same one. Sure, 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 sure. sure. Hey, Tim, you know what that? And, and, and you know, I love you. But you know, that sound like that sound like uh, the uh, the uh, why don't we get on? Why don't we all get on one accord program? Now, now, now. I'm not saying I'm not saying you like this, but basically, I'm just saying that, I'm saying about some organizations I've been in, and when I hear that from people, the people that I hear that from, I mean, and I ain't saying you saying that, but I'm just saying that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they generally say. Uh, uh, you know about the one accord, and then, well, you know, well, I tell you what, 
I do something once we all get on one accord. I said, wait a minute. That means you ain't going to never do nothing. No, no, I don't agree with that at all. Okay, well, let me, no, let me use an example from last. Well, well, let me use an example from last night. What were we talking about last night? What was one of the What was one of the issues that we were talking about last night? About voting, which and, the, you know, which is the same. Know. My point. Okay, voting. We talked about. Mm-hmm. We talked about the criminal justice reform and how African Americans are treated in the criminal justice system, and so. All of these organizations are talking about the same thing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Our missions are are basically the same. But and they ain't so doing nothing. That's my point exactly. That's what I said. Yeah. When we come together as and I'm, saying, they ain't got I'm not saying, I'm not saying we don't have I'm not saying see, That's remember last night last night Greg County Coalition mm. of for Change now they're going to collaborate with the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats. Why? Because okay. their mission, if you look at their mission, it equal it marries over into the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats. It's it's basically our same mission. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're going to collaborate with us. I'm not saying that people should disband their organizations. No way. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that some things that we should be able to come together and work on together and we're stronger. If we all show up in, in the court system downtown when we mm-hmm. know that discrimination is happening, when this organization and that organization and that organization come in with their blazers on or their T-shirts or whatever it is that they wear to to differentiate themselves from the other organizations, I guarantee you some changes will be made. Now, that's, well, yeah, I've you heard about that. Times. I've seen it too many times, and that's all I'm saying. Well, we, uh, it's uh, not uh, happening uh, now. Uh, I done seen it too. You know, I done seen all of them. Yeah, yeah. But I want folks like you, you know, I don't want you to uh, focus on you know, them so much that she, you know, she don't take the energy away from what you, cause see, you're doing great stuff and, you know, oh, no and sometimes, yeah. And so sometimes, and so sometimes, like I said, it's just what it be, you know, it'd be like you, you only see, but they don't, but they don't mean that folks ain't pulling for, for you behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, no. Oh, no. I know. I, I, I told you, I, I, and this week, and everybody that's listening that knows I have said, I, I'm not going to stop until they shove the dust over my face because, <laughs> because somebody's got to do Says work. it often. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, no way. Can't stop. Can't stop. Now, my parents are no longer here, so they expect me to continue on where they left off, right? So I got to do it. Hey. <laughs> got, got to do go. it. Got, got to do it. That's so that's time. that. So what else is going on in the real world? Let's talk about runoffs. I think we got some happening in our great state of Texas, right? So what are we going to do? Minister Minister Major's on as well. Oh, oh, all right. Hi, Minister Major. How are you? How y'all doing this evening? We're great, and you you missed the interview from the young lady. Oh yeah, I was busy. Yeah, I I know how that is. Yeah, they're super busy. I understand, understand. Well, we are very proud. Say it once more. I said, how things going with everyone this evening? Yeah, we're doing. We we we're ready. We're ready to rock and roll. 
trying to, okay. <laughs> why, why can't we all it's just get along, right? <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. I, I hate I missed that interview with that young lady. Though. I, yeah, I hate you missed it. You'll as have well. another chance she, Wednesday morning. Yeah, okay. if, you're, if you're free, she's going to be on uh, Mr. Dinah Walker WGLRO and Wellness Wednesday with Shirley McKellar. So okay. uh, listen in, yeah, listen in if you can. She, she's, I mean, it's impressive to see how mature that young lady is. Very proud of okay. her. her. Mom's done a great, great job with her. Yeah, but, okay. But I, but I tell you, Mr. Arthur was very protective of her. He said, "Next time, send your mother with you to school board." <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He didn't want her to go by herself. No, don't yeah. do that again. You know, no, I, I, I agree. I agree with you. Time to go to school board meetings and PTA meetings and stuff. That's where your strength comes from. You know what's going on up in there. She mm-hmm. she didn't want, but see, she went to, if you'll remember, she went to see the school board about the issue about uh, the man, the man calling her jet black, and she was blacker yeah. than any person he'd ever seen. And so Miss Arthur said, and she didn't want her mother to go with her. She wanted to go and handle it herself. And so, and, and, and that's said, understandable, Doctor McKellar. But she had to realize she's still a child, mm-hmm. and she's going in there with some adult people that's very skilled. That's, so that's you know, why could have went with her, but let her do that's the That's why, Miss. Yeah, you're right. That's why Mr. Arthur said, "Don't don't do that again. Don't go by yourself anymore." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, Doctor McKellar, we have in this country right now. The kids are dictating to the parents what they want them to do. We had the same situation with Dwayne Wade and his son. You know, when I was growing up, I would I couldn't dare tell my parents what to tell them to do that I wanted to do. It was always they way or no way. But we live in a society right now that wants to be politically correct. Well, the children are running the parents and the household. Okay. Comments, anybody on that? I love everybody. Well, well, in this, in this yeah, country, I have a comment. Yeah, I, I have a comment. I have a comment. Okay, Mister Dunny, go right ahead. Yeah, I have a comment. I mean, yeah, and I understand what the young, what the gentleman is saying, but also let the young lady. When the child turns eighteen, when my father, when I turn I, eighteen, my father, I'm, I'm yeah. on my own now. Okay, and that's it, what I was about to, to leave, say. In this, that's yeah. right. It's time. In it's this, time to leave the nest. Okay. In this country. Matter in this fact, country it, in this country, right, Mr. Dunny? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Right. Now, as a matter of fact, he made it perfectly clear. He said, you got the fork in the road. You 18. Mm-hmm. September won't <laughs> catch you in my house. Right, right. You got to find and, someplace and else to go. And, and, and in, a, in two months, what, what, what is this? This is uh, March, April, May. She'll be graduating in two months. Exactly. And she says, she says, I'm 18 now. And I'm a young woman, and yes, I is. felt like I could handle it on my own. Even though she's still in high school, even though she's still in right. her, her, her parents' home. Uh, but in this country, we tell them that when they turn 18, they're grown. Don't don't hold on to it. Don't let them hold apron string too long. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes if you hold on to them too long, you can't get them out of the house. And you can't get them to put on the big girl um, pants and shoes and the big boy pants. 
okay? Mm-hmm. I, you got guys out here 18 years old can't even hit a nail in the wall. Really? <laughs> it, it's not, it's not about holding on to them. It's about being a foundation of support. Because when you're 18 years old, I understand, I understand what you're saying. You know they're old enough to go well, to war. They're old enough to. They're, they're old enough at 18. The child old enough to go to war. Okay, you're old enough to vote. Just because you're 18, they can do everything. And in some states at 18, they can drink. She good. That young lady right there. She's good with all that, right? Now. You know, with all that. Uh, you know what yeah, I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, look, look, what I'm saying is that when you go, when you're going up against the system, that's what we're talking about. I'm, I'm talking system. I ain't talking about, yeah. big, you know, big gear draws none of that. I'm talking about going up against a system that will eat you and spit you out. If you right. don't watch out, you can find some papers, and you had yeah. all kinds of problems you didn't have before you that's before you got there. And I'm that's just saying, right. and, and from that's that perspective, what Major's talking no about. young person, exactly. no young mm-hmm. person should be rolling like that. I mean, yeah, okay, right. I'm wrong. Y'all know that's good, but you swim with right. a shark. Yeah, you know yeah. I understand. I don't get me wrong. I understand what you guys are saying. I totally do. But the, the same system, they, 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 they mess over adults, 35 plus. So, so maybe it's better to go with numbers because it's That's the point I was saying. making a few minutes ago. It's always been That's right. All I'm saying. Numbers. It's more powerful than numbers. That's all I'm yep. saying. More yeah, I got to say, it, the hardest part about uh, commenting, you know, and listening to her story and listening to her mother and, and you know, commenting was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to just, think of it from a parent perspective because every time I thought of it as an educator, my blood started boiling because I I understand just how things get shoved under the rug and just how um, people are treated. And that part, I just couldn't even go there in my mind. It was making me so angry. And, you know, just the system that, I mean, that's the thing that, how the system treats people, how, like uh, Mr. Fleming pointed out, they didn't go by the the standard protocol that they're supposed to go by. Mm-hmm. They're bound by mm-hmm. law to go right. through a protocol, and they just don't do it because they don't have to because it's right. just some kid. And that's right. the part yeah. that, that really was irking me. And, and well, my you mom know, wasn't even there. I won't know. I, I won't know because I, 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 I want someone to spot, but, you know, but I just wanted to, uh, did she just didn't tell her mom? Did they? Did, did they tell her? Don't tell her mom. I mean, like what happened? I mean, you, you right. know, she was going down there. I mean, you, you right. know, because you know, like that kind here. of stuff. Yeah, you know. Yep. Right. And then she feel like yep. it's resolved. You know, she feel like it's good. You know, because well, I'm going to tell you this much. I <laughs> observed that I was sitting right in front of her, and I was looking her dead in the eyes, and that's all I have to say. And mm-hmm. I think you can follow the rest. You can yeah. follow. Right, right, right. I, and I'm going to, no, I'm going to go ahead and say, I saw the hurt and the pain in that young lady. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I mean, even hurt. if she do say she's okay. Even if she do yeah, say she's okay. You know, I didn't get that feeling myself. I, I got, I heard I the words. My, that's my point. But I didn't, but no, I didn't get the, the healing. The, the first indicator of that for me 
mm-hmm. was when she said, the first thing she said was, I spent my whole life trying to fight against the feelings of low self-esteem because of my mm-hmm. skin color. That was mm-hmm. the first time she's dealt with that. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. A, deep, right. a deep-seated yeah. that scar me. that didn't, yeah. didn't even come within her lifetime. It came yeah. from before her lifetime. That you know, yeah. that's a, and that's a deep sickness yeah, in our speaking, society. Yeah, and then, deliberately put though, there. And, and then she was speaking as though it would never happen again. And you know, and right. I'm just, like, I'm just yes. saying. That's the hard part. Yes, yes. So from her mom's perspective, I got what she meant. You know that that she's okay now. Like this didn't mm-hmm. break her. She should have never right. had to hear anyone, let exactly. alone an adult in a position of power, to look at her and tell her something mm-hmm. about the way she looks, especially her skin tone. I exactly. mean, that's the thing. It, it's just every kind of every level of wrong and disgusting mm-hmm. that it could be exactly. is what this is. Yes, yes ma'am. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yep. That's okay, it. y'all, let's all get our pitchforks and go get Louie. Let's go get him. Let's go. Okay. Let's get him. Put on now, your hazmat. Now, now who, tell me who does this. Who does that? And, and, and let me also say that all over social media, wait, let me say this real fast. Uh-huh. Our Republican uh-huh. friends are saying uh, there, that there would be no way that this would be happening if it was not an election year. In other words, all of the corona is manufactured, and the only reason we're talking about it is because it's an election hey, year. Hey, right? Let me tell you what I just saw just now. Let me tell you what I just saw now. Okay, now they're going, going over all the people that are CPAC, right? You know, up there, you know, right. you know, you know with the corona. And so, right. and so, you know, Nick Mulvaney, he was there. Yeah, so now they're showing yes. a picture of him shaking Trump's hand after he got back. Uh-huh. <laughs> right after he sneezed. <laughs> uh-huh, you have to CPAC. Wow. Matt, Matt so James so we may have a quarantine. We may have a quarantine president here in a minute. Yes. Well, Matt, Matt Gates is self-quarantined be because very... he had contact with multiple people, and he was with him today on Air Force One. But somehow yes. it was the Democrats doing this. And and so, plus, so he got not, not only then. that's right. And here's the thing: not it's another case of these people pretending to believe or just saying that they believe two completely diametrically opposed things that both can't be true. A no, this they is think a Corona hoax, only hoax. And mm-hmm. and B, it's uh, it's no big deal, and it's real, and the Democrats are doing this. <laughs> And it's like, which one is it? What, how can, they think corona how can every they think corona, idea – pardon? They think corona is a democratic disease. They've somehow caught up, you know, Trump's you know, narcissism to where everything really is about him in their minds too. Well, <laughs> Well he, uh, well, he didn't have two Coronas breathing on him today, so, in the last couple of days. So, yeah, yeah it, 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 it is on him. Wow. It is on him. We have a quarantine president here in just a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how about that stock market? Roaring economy. All this Trump winning. I don't know if I can handle any more of it. 
I don't know if my 401 one can handle any more of it. <laughs> well, we're in a bull market now, so hey, so uh, so so as usual, the Democrats fix it up, come right. blow it up, and then Democrats come out to fix it up again. <laughs> we'll have our, our, you know, our buckets out there any minute. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that we can listen to to them talk about how anemic the recovery is after they blow everything up again. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I don't know where we can. What's this world coming to? <laughs> oh, oh, well, we have well, to start yeah. dealing with facts yeah. again. <laughs> A common set of facts that we all agree are actually facts. We have to like get back to that basic thing right. at some point. Right. In order, you know. And because you tell people what they need to do, because it's a base stuff you, you really need to do with this Corona stuff. I mean, with this uh, Corona nineteen, whatever it is. Could you, uh, sure, because you're a nurse and stuff. Could you tell folks what they, <laughs> some things they can do, some basic stuff. Some of the things. You know, in the midst of yeah. all this, in, in the midst mm-hmm. of all this ignorance, how can we, how can we protect yeah. ourselves in the midst of all this ignorance? Thank you, thank you. Great idea. Well, as, as a professional, I have always been universally precautious. And what I mean by being universally precautious is I don't care if it's my family member that I am taking care of, I'm going to protect them and I'm going to protect me. So yes. if, if it was a person in isolation, I'm going to, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's my mother. Oh, it's okay. I mean, I've had patients uh, that were in isolation uh, and, and the family members would be in there and they said, oh, it's okay, it's my mom, whatever. No, you don't want to bring anything into mom and you don't want mom to give you anything. So what I mean by being universally precautious is wash your hands. And I don't mean just run a little water over your hands, put a little soap on, and you're done. Uh, when we're in the surgery room or when we're in uh, the, on the floors, taking care of patients, we wash our, I, I, my hands get washed to death. And so I'd rather have my hands washed and washed and rewashed again. And every time we put a lotion on, but it, we wash it right back off. But most people will say wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. I say wash your hands longer. Wash all in between your fingers. We used to have uh, a little brush a brush that we we use and we drop it in just like if you go to the nail salon and so you use a brush and you brush under your fingernails because you'd be surprised how many germs are underneath your fingernails so wash underneath your fingernails wash in between your fingers and wash at a length of time wash at least 30 seconds but i i got i wash a minute because that's and i wash several times i wash the soap off Wash, put more soap on, wash again. Wash. I'll do that three or four times before I'm finished. And then don't touch doors when you go out the doorway. If you're in a public bathroom, especially, take, take a piece of tissue or, uh, or paper. And hopefully that even though they, they have the machines where you blow your hands dry, but hopefully they'll have paper so that you can open the doors. And so nine times out of ten, if they don't have paper, in there, that there are doors that you can just push with your elbow, whatever. If you have to cough or sneeze, cough into your sleeve, cough into your elbow, cough into your elbow, and and not into your hands, because you're going to be touching somebody, touching your face. By all means, remember when we were growing up, guys, 
and our parents used to say, keep your hands away from your face. Keep your hands away from your How many remembers that? Keep your hands away from your face. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Always. But I didn't understand. But I didn't understand what they meant until I became until I I, I went to college and went to the College of Nursing, Texas Women's University. And so they say all of the germs that are on your hands and you don't put them on your face because you transmit the germs onto your face. So then that was only then that I understood what my parents were saying when they say keep your hands from your face, keep your hands from your face, keep your hands from your mouth. Because yes. you pick up, you touch paper, you touch uh, uh, our phones. Do you know the dirtiest part that we deal with every day, all day long, is a cell phone? We place yes. those oh, things yes. anywhere, everywhere. And take a few minutes to clean your cell phones up. Wash them, wipe yes. them down and clean them up. And and so those are some things that you can do. Uh, uh, just wash and rewash and rewash cough into your sleeve. Uh, don't shake hands. Mm-hmm. Listen, when we were at when we were at sorority meeting this past Saturday, and we hold mm-hmm. hands, we sing, we did not do that, frat. That's we right. did not hold hands and sing our our mm-hmm. song. We just stood with that. No, no holding hands today, uh, because yes. we're just we're just going to be precautious. So mm-hmm. we touch everything everywhere. So just watch. Yeah. And then when I come home, let me tell you what. When I come home to my house, this is mm-hmm. a habit that I that I've picked up from practicing for years. And that is that I never I I drop I leave my clothes at the doorway and in in the in the laundry room. <laughs> and so and then I go straight to my shower and mm-hmm. I, I wash my day off. So mm-hmm. that's another little tip that you may want to consider when you're out there hugging people and, and so forth and so on that to come on and take those clothes off. And we may have to, you can't wear them again. Go ahead and put them in the, in the yes. wash or uh, get them ready, put them in a bag to be carried to the laundry, whatever the, mm-hmm. the garment is that needs, whatever it needs. But don't wear it into your house. By all means, leave your shoes outside. Yes. Leave your shoes in your shoe closet or mm-hmm. outside. Wherever, whatever you have at the doorway, somewhere, but don't walk inside in your shoes because our shoes go everywhere. And so mm-hmm. why would we want to bring that into our house? And I don't. Yeah. So I always left my yeah. shoes at the doorway. I and don't be a Louie. Well, well, if well, you don't go, don't go around people. Sure. <laughs> Stay home. Yes, 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 Arthur, yes. Sure, sure. Yes, can you tell us how, 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 how you kiss with your elbows? How, how, how you do that? <laughs> don't, do, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Practice social distancing. Did, did, you guys, did you guys hear it? Hear the, you know, some of our countries, uh, some of our across on the other side of the world, they, they even the men kiss cheek to cheek. And yes. so they tell them to stop doing it. Don't do it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know that's your culture, but don't do it, right? Exactly. Right. We, we have to protect. We have to protect. This is this yes. is not fake news. This is real. Right. And it has yep. nothing to do with election time. <laughs> well, and, and those who are, are over 60 
and those who yes. have uh, are younger, uh, toddler age, and those yes. who have a compromised autoimmune system. There you Let go. us there you stock go. up on things. Order from Amazon right now. Let other people go, go out to the grocery Good store, job. to Walmart Good for job. you. Good job. Yes. Good job, Adriana. Outstanding. Thank you for that. That's right. Be prepared. Welcome. Make sure you got plenty of medication on hand for those people that got hypertension, diabetes, all of that. Make sure you have plenty of your medication on hand. I'm getting text messages, everyone, saying, what is wrong with Louie Gomer? And they're not even listening oh. to this show. <laughs> they know. They just know. It's just a general question you get. <laughs> and they say, did you hear what Louie Gomer when are you going to run again? No. no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's pretty good. Wow. Well, so she'll only stop when he quits running from her. <laughs> She's always <Maybe>. running. <laughs> wow. It's interesting. Well, this is the problem. Louis Gomert showed signs that he was going to behave this way in the face of something like this long ago. He has, for a really long time, uh, been very public about his denial of science and facts yes. and disrespect for those things. So, right. you know, anytime he can show everyone, hey, look, this really is just a Democrat hoax. I've been exposed, and I'm going to take a whole tour of Texans through D.C. today. <laughs> I mean, that is to own the libs, I assure you, to make the libs cry. Right. <laughs> well, well <laughs> boy, I tell you, but they believe they own lie now because I'm telling you, they're right now shaking each other's hands yeah. and, and, just, yeah. and, just, oh, yeah. and just acting like everything and, and, and know they've been corona. And, you know, the, 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 right. the guest guy, the guest guy, remember, he had a gas mask on playing, you know, you yeah. know, faker rate playing on, you know, yeah. right. the, you know down in Congress. Then one of his constituents died from it. Yeah. And now yeah. and now he in quarantine. God don't well, like he, he was on Air Force One. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He, no, he, he doesn't. got himself out of quarantine to travel with Trump today. But yes, you're exactly right. Made fun well, of it with the gas gave, mask. Eddie yeah. already gave Trump his case. <laughs> yeah. You're right. He already had it. <laughs> He's getting a second dose. <laughs> yeah. Right. And of course they Ms. all got the pillow guy I, at CPAC. Right. There, and there's some more things that uh, – thank you for sending me this list. Do you want to share yes. some more of these things that uh, you, were, you were getting well, us on track again? I think because you, this as is I real, expected, real you serious. covered most of them. <laughs> no, okay. okay. Yeah, I knew very, you would, but I just figured I'd send it. <laughs> That's excellent. Excellent. And then keeping – keeping like, like it, it, this is really important is keep, because people tend to put their hands on their faces. They can tend yes. to prop mm-hmm. their heads. Yeah. On their hands and those kinds of things. That is really, really serious. That 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 yeah. hand motion. It's all about what you do with your hands, and so um, it, it, this is this is really serious. And we we have a lot of cases that have hit us in this country. It it's, it, it reminded me somewhat about when I I, I read the book uh, about when the, when the young man who had uh, ended up with AIDS and picked it up, you know, the airline. Ryan White. Uh, oh, oh. Right, very well, – no, not right, – now I had the Ryan White grant. That was the child right. that died from – but I'm talking right. about the adult man. Yes. That, and you know, the, he wrote the book and the band plays on. Remember that yes. one, Ms. Yes. Uh, okay, Ryan Piccolo. Right. Yeah, there you – yes. 
so that gentleman, uh, he he flew. He was an airline. Uh, uh, what did they call him? Pilot. What did they? No, no, no. I mean the one that that serves the servers. Uh, they have a new oh, name. They don't call him uh, flight attendant. That's it. Yes, he was a he, he was a flight attendant, and he's the first person that brought AIDS to America. And I'm sorry, his name's Dan, uh, Don Francis. I'm sorry, I said Ryan Piccolo. That's well, a football well, Ryan, player. Ryan Piccolo <laughs> played in the movie. Right. Yes. Yeah. And no, this is this is Don Francis. Is his name? Please that, go ahead. That's him. That's exactly. Yeah. That's who. Uh, yes, he was the very first one that brought it, and then it, he's then it just got spread all around the nation, and it became oh, yeah. a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So well, we just have to be real careful. Well, go ahead. Hmm. No. Well, hey, uh, well, well, what about Now, you know, tomorrow they're going to have this election tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, another Super Tuesday. Right now, they're like Bernie on the rope. So, uh, for, so how's that going to turn out, uh, Miss uh, McKellar from your <laughs> yeah, let's see. I do want to say this, that, you know, because okay. I voted for Elizabeth Warren. And, of course, you know, it's, it's right. going to turn out she's going to be the most important endorsement they're going to get because she's going to be able to bring the unity thing in. So yes. anyway, so she's playing that. So you know, she's playing that role right now. But anyway, do you think Bernie gonna get put away tomorrow, or you think he'll win Michigan and live to fight another day? <laughs> I don't think he'll win Michigan. You don't think so? No. He's down in the polling. Yep. In fact, he's he's down. Uh, Super Tuesday results: the exit polling in Alabama, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia. What? found that young mm. voters just did not show up at the polls. They didn't oh, even yeah. show up for Bernie at the polls the way that they did in 2016. And that, okay. is, according to the polling, is the same in Michigan, uh, projections in Michigan and uh, several other states that he kind of put all his eggs into the into the young basket. And we all know, unfortunately, how risky that move can be. Uh, yeah, they very don't risky. appear to be showing up. Yeah. Well, you know, here's here's where I think he really went wrong too, is when he didn't show up down there in Selma, Alabama, with the rest of us. Everybody, everybody was in that parade and walked across that bridge, and that rally. All of yep. the presidential candidates, every single mm-hmm. one of them, except uh, Senator Sanders, and I, yes. I think that really, I think Huge that really mistake. hurt him. Yeah, huge, huge mistake. mistake. Yes, it it hurt him. And uh, well, because he's he's in league with the only other important quote unquote important person who decided he was, couldn't be bothered to show up. The racist right. teach. So why did yes, you put yourself you in that why category would you do the same when you're running thing? for president? Right. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. Well, here's Bernie's problem before end of that. Bernie's okay. problem is first of all, first of all, the Russians was helping him. Second yeah, of all. Exactly. After the last election, twenty percent of his uh, 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 burned people they voted for Trump. So what that yep. tells me is that actually, that actually is a bunch of fake, <laughs> fake, fake Democrats, you know, Bernie Leadites. Yeah, yeah. That, that they just roll him through our primary and then drop him once they get him where they want him to go. So right. uh, wow. Bernie, and I don't trust Bernie. I just don't trust him. Uh, again, like yeah. I said, the Russian helped him last year. Russian helped him this year. Remember, we had his bump. Mm-hmm. 
you know, found out yep. that had been happening. So, right. you know, so he's not, a, you know, so he's, you know, he's, you know, he's not above taking help either. So I'm just saying, uh, you know, so all that was going right. on even before he, and then, and then he didn't show up. Now I think right. that bumped him on out. Right. Okay. Yeah. That, Cause that's that black vote that we're, that we're talking about. Miss Rihanna just named out all of those Southern, those Southern states where a large mm-hmm. amount of African-Americans vote down there. I, I think right. we have Dr. Nichols on with us. Do we not? Dr. Nichols, are you there? Press one and come on in and talk to it. And Miss 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 Dr. Hello? Nichols is not going to. How Hello? are you doing, Dr. Nichols? Hello. Good evening. Hi, how Good are evening. you? How are you doing? Well, how's, how's everyone? Great. Everyone is doing great. How was your meeting tonight? We're sorry that we were not able to attend the meeting. Is there anything you'd like to share with us tonight? Uh, well, <laughs> of course, there's always the interesting things that go on at the Smith County CEC meeting. Our precinct chairs and our county chairs were there, and it's always um, it's uh, usually somebody ends up in tears. And that happened again tonight, and it was one of our precinct chairs. But first of all, the good news that we have uh, a number of new precinct chairs that were ratified, so we're always excited Mm. about that. That's what we want, more precinct chairs. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful. Um, We, any time, I think, when rules have not been followed and then, there's a body that, by consensus, decides it's time to follow the rules. There are some folks who just throw a two-year-old temper tantrum, mm-hmm. and we wow. have seen that over and over again. However, it is getting more and more uh, structured that the Democratic, Democrats within the CEC are forcing the issues to follow the TDP rules, the election code, um, follow the Roberts Rules of Order. But inevitably, our, uh, I'm just going to say from my personal experience and having watched the current county chair for more than three years, he's quite the misogynist. And if a woman... Uh, says point of order, for example, I did tonight, and I was just blown off instead mm. of immediately addressing that. And that wow. that inevitably happens, and it happened to the point with one of our precinct chairs that there was a, a situation where one precinct chair, the, pre, the, the precinct chairs who came on board this evening were allowed to vote whereas the precinct chairs who came on board in January were not allowed to vote until February. So we're still kind of dealing with our county chair making up rules as he goes along. But Mm -hmm. it's always entertaining, and I do invite you to come, because if you come to the Democratic Party CEC, you won't need to watch your novellas. <laughs> I agree. Okay. Okay. Well, it's unfortunate that we make up rules as we go along the way because the rules have already been established, right? Indeed, and so if, they you, have. if you Yes, and so if you And I do want to I want to say something and really compliment you, Dr. McKellar, because you are okay. an elected official and you come into meetings 
respecting that entity, that you do not just jump up and start uh, not even preaching, uh, talking down to the members of the body as if we are dumb, stupid, illiterate, and lazy, and Hmm. out to destroy the Democratic Party. And I've kind of pretty much had it with that. I did call a point of order, and that's when personally I was overlooked. But, you know, that can happen only for a certain amount of time. So in turn, I always respect, Dr. McKellar, that you come in and you are positive, you're encouraging, you're supportive, and you don't toot your own horn to the exclusion of others. And I thank you. Oh, you're kind. Thank you, ma'am. No, ma'am. I don't have a horn to. We all we're all equal <laughs> in that together. I don't have a horn to toot. <laughs> it's, a, I'm, it's interesting you said that, uh, Dr. Nichols, because I was just saying to the team how important it is for all of us to work together as one unit. Because I wait because we have all the same goals, and the, the people who run for uh, elected office. They run under the Democratic ticket, and but their goal is to make sure that that Democrats win, and that we get people to the polls to vote, and so we're mm-hmm. all working to make the same things happen. Mm-hmm. I agree, but you know what? When your volunteers are being talked down to like that, yeah. um, it and it in some cases it's very mean. Right, that's not going to get people to the polls. That's right. Very true. Yes, ma'am. Well, and, and yeah. horrible leadership isn't either. And I, I say you're not really being much of a leader if you don't listen to and value and respect, um, especially when someone raises a point of order, for example. Yes. <laughs> that's just not leadership that's being shown. So, no. No. you know, no. uh, that's, that's, Rotten. And uh, well, everybody I, I, who's, who was in that meeting who's listening, next time, God forbid, next time something like that happens, it, it's an awful lonely place to be that person being ignored, and that person doesn't deserve to be alone in that situation. So I hope, I hope people, if they didn't rally around you, I hope they do next time. Well, my situation was not the big deal. The big deal was when another precinct chair called a point of order and it had and what she was addressing was that she was the precinct chair who had been ratified in January but had not been allowed to vote during that meeting mm. and was told she could not vote until February. And then there were the precinct chairs in February who were ratified at this what well, yeah. Uh, this, which was the February meeting that had been put off um, at this current meeting, and they were allowed to vote the same <laughs> meeting that they were ratified in. And it, she was shut down in such a manner that the constable was called and the pounding Whoa. of the gavel and the, or rather, he's not a real constable. He just calls himself a constable. He's maybe the interim, or I, I don't really know what his title is, but he was wearing all the constable getup. So jump in here, Dr. McKellar. He into the costume. 
flew me in. Anyway, he was he was called as if he was going to be the sergeant at arms that would carry this precinct chair out for calling the point of order. Wow. And all of this happened so quickly that those of us who are are accustomed to civility are really kind of taken aback. And we don't really know exactly how to act. And what we have to do now is prepare because a meeting mm-hmm. can go along and be flowing fairly smoothly. And then there will be this kind of disruption that happens. And when all is said and done, then there's a woman who's left in tears and mm-hmm. nobody really cares. Wow. Hey, can I say something to you about, uh, about that meeting? I'm just speaking speak about the dynamics of that meeting. Now, now, you, now, me like the ones like you just described. You got to understand. Okay, it's people like you coming in to actually clean it up. There's people in there that like it the way it is, toe up. And so, basically, you and whoever's like you, you're challenging their power. So basically, you know, anytime they can get you to cry and leave, that's then then they winning. And so, basically, just like, you just got to understand that you're making. You know, they they recognize you. You need y'all need to, the folks that want to clean it up. Y'all need to get together and come to meetings with y'all a strategy as far as what y'all want to get done at this meeting, you know, so forth and so on. Uh, and uh, you know, and like they start the basis, like the parliamentary procedure stuff. Make sure they follow that, uh, and then and, and then and they just and they start working on instructional stuff. But don't run off. But that's what they want you to do. I'm telling you, that's you know, okay, they want you to do. Yeah, no, she's not going. Trust yeah. me, she's yeah. not going anyplace. <laughs> I absolutely agree with you, and um, we we pep talk each each other because people get sick just thinking about going into that kind of environment that absolutely. is so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they want it like that. They want they want you yeah. to, they want you to hate the come. That's what they want you to do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's part yeah. of strategy. Good, good, yeah, you're right, Miss Rihanna. Good trouble. Go keep on causing good trouble. <laughs> it's, it's time to come. That's, what, that's mm-hmm. what Dr. Nichols does. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Representative John Lewis always. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There you yeah, go. Good trouble right there. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. No, nobody's going away. We're going to stay right there. With Democrats like this, who needs Republicans? Right, <laughs> right. This is what makes it difficult for for us to uh, call things out without being called hypocrites and not fe- not feeling like there's a grain of truth to it when stuff like this is going on. Exactly. exactly. And, and you know something else? It makes it difficult for us to be able to get people to come and be involved yes. just for yes. things just like this, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Hey, Miss hey, 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 Nichols, I'm going to tell you about a dynamic. <clears throat> that's existent in, in, in all like civil rights organizations, evidently in your organization. Uh, uh-huh. There's a dynamic that goes like this. Okay, you you you, you come you come up here and make change. Uh, okay. I see you. I see you want to make change. But guess what? Now you got to fight me first before you can do anything. Yes, there you and go. With, and with me, and you get through fighting. And with me, and you get through fighting. Then you can go do what you need to do if you win. Yep. Right. And so yep. that's kind of the dynamic that you're actually going up against right now. It's like, you know, hey, uh, yeah, you know, you got to fight. So so, so y'all in the fight right now. So I'm just going to pray for you and pull for you and, and you know, y'all exactly. stay in there. Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stay right there. That's right. Cause she, I, let me tell you, I, I unequivocally don't know anybody that works as hard as Dr. Nichols. I don't. I mean, she's right. just nonstop, just knocking on the doors, uh, phone banking. I mean, just forever working to make sure that Democrats win, good Democrats win. Well, Dr. Right. Nichols, Dr. I know, hey, Dr. Nichols, I, I got this horn up in the two because I know somebody like that myself, Shirley McKell. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. okay That's from the same stop. cloth. <laughs> I'm sure y'all probably pass each other running. <laughs> no, we we, yeah. we hang right there with each other. <laughs> right there with her. There's there's nothing that you ask her to do that she doesn't work toward helping to make it happen. So I I just appreciate being able to work with her and with with good Democrats like her. And I do want to share that I tried for years to work with the current county chair and to absolutely do whatever it took to promote the Democratic agenda because we all know why. We are at a crisis in this country. Oh, my gosh, now we're at a health crisis. Mm-hmm. And hey, sure to tell about Louie. <laughs> oh, what you, is that? You know, I'm sure you know about uh, uh, Gomert's uh, actions today in regards oh, to the I, coronavirus. Oh, my gosh, please fill me in. <laughs> I, I think, I think uh, Mr. Arthur can do it much better than I can I'm Ms. Rihanna It's heartbreaking Well anyways uh, He's been exposed you know, And he's, toured, yeah. he's Go taking ahead, a Rihanna. tour of Texans He regularly takes tours of Texans Who come up to D.C. Through tours you know, of D.C. Well, and a lot of his tour groups, by the way, are older veterans, older, you know, uh, above 60 uh, veterans. So I'm willing to bet this tour group is not a young tour group. It's an older tour group. So he he knows he was exposed. He was told to self-quarantine, and instead he went to D.C. to take one of his tour groups around a tour through D.C. today. Explain to, to, to where he got contaminated at. To, to, to right. Explain oh, where he got contaminated he, at. He, he got it where they all got it. Feedback. Right. Yes. <laughs> they all and, got and contaminated. He refi- and, he, wow. and, Ms., yeah. and Dr. Nichols, he refused to be quarantined. Like, uh, right. Uh, who is this? Everybody um, Yeah, everybody else. Like Cruz. Exactly. Cruz and all the rest mm-hmm. of those characters. Wow. Yeah. So so anyway, so y'all got a y'all got a a a, 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 a corona caring congressman. So so let me let me let me read to you what he says. Okay, Gomer's statement on coronavirus, COVID nineteen, Washington D.C. Congressman, it's hard for me to say that. A representative. He hates the word representative, so most people will call him representative rather than congressman. But Louis Gomez <laughs> released the following statement regarding reports that he was exposed to COVID-19. Saturday night, I got a call from the House physician 
advising that I had possibly been exposed to the COVID-19 virus at CPAC on 27 February and that a top CDC physician in Atlanta would call me to discuss what should be done going forward. After CDC physician called me Sunday night and we discussed all the specific circumstances of which he was aware along with my circumstances, including that I was and am asymptomatic. He said that all things considered, I was cleared to return to Washington. He said he could return. He said he would return if he were me and advised that my staff and I should just be careful to observe proper hygiene protocols. I took the advice of the expert and returned to work. No one is panicking. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. As a medical professional, are you actually, you're not buying any of this. I know you're not. (laughs) Yeah, I I really do believe that that CDC physician told him that. Yeah, I really do believe (laughs) that. As they say, I'm scared of him. That's all I got to say. Did you get all the reports that the CDC people have been sending out across these United States of America? He he, he ain't called. He ain't called now doctor's name. He ain't called. He, he didn't say not one doctor's name. He, a he, top yeah. doctor. A top ain't no doctor named CDC. Be careful. Uh, no doctor named no CDC, right? Ain't no doctor named right. right. no well, CDC. And you remain, everybody out there, you remain asymptomatic until you yeah. are well into the virus. That's why you quarantine. Exactly. He has, no, he has not even been tested, that's why you, right? That's why you right. quarantine. Oh. oh, my goodness. What a liar. Oh, On top of exposing people, he's a liar. Ugh, yeah. He already knew that. Yeah. Um, he was lying before he got all this right here. He was already lying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's kind of the least of his worries. <laughs> yeah. That's all that whole cool <laughs> And so that is why I'm getting all these text messages saying, have you read about this guy? Did you hear about Gomer? <laughs> I know we're, we're laughing about this, but you know that Louis right. Gomer appears regularly, uh, for example, at the Green Acres Baptist Church that is a huge church in yes. Smith County that is filled to capacity, and he could very well, he could bring that virus right here to our home and affect mm-hmm. everyone in right. a no amount of time. Right. I bet if he shows up <laughs> Sunday, it's going to be empty. I bet it's going to be empty Sunday. It's going to be empty Sunday if he shows up. Wait a minute. Is he <laughs> trying to be, is he trying to They're not, they are not going, going to let him in that. First of all, he rarely goes anyways. Let's get that straight. He's rarely there, <laughs> but if he shows up there, they are not letting him in that church. I couldn't. Do you think that's but, so? Yeah, they're going to take his way with soul somewhere else. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just take his way with soul somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just I'm wondering if he's trying to pass himself off as a liberal now or a ma- a mainstream media figure going around passing this thing around to people so he can blame the liberals. Is he trying to pass himself off as one of us? <laughs> Cuz I thought wow. that's what we were doing. 
I never thought about that part. <laughs> I mean, because I'm sure he's one of the ones that are blaming hey, us for this. Yep. Hey, 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 it's a shame that when you say, I want to stop voter suppression, that makes you a liberal. It, wow. Exactly. It has something. Never has wow. that John F. Kennedy quote been more true than it is today. Of all the things that we're supposed to be proud of, if this makes me a liberal, then call me a liberal. I mean, at this point, that's, that's really it. where we are. You know, not you know, not if you, want to, if you want if you want kids to have food, uh, a free yeah. lunch at school so they can eat, that's liberal. Wow. Right. Wow. Right. Jesus was a heck of a liberal, wasn't he? He was a heck of a liberal. He was a full-on yeah. socialist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which causes some consternation on Fox and Friends, but... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, the, the things that we're supposed to be ashamed of right now that make us liberal, it's just a, a shame. It's a real shame. So my question is... So what exactly does do conservatives stand for? They seem to have drawn a line in the sand, and we all know the answer. They stand for, but... they stand for, they stand for authoritarianism, mainly, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, and 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 oligarchy as a political system. Uh huh. That's what they Yeah. Yep. Under under the patina of conservative. Conservative is different from, uh-huh. from what they're doing. They're exactly. There's nothing conservative about a trillion dollars you know, to the debt. <laughs> yeah, it's called it's called radical right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So while we you know, so while we still playing around with conservative, if right. we playing around with moderate, right? We playing around with moderate. They done pull they pull the whole political line over yes, to the right. Right. So what yeah, you call called moderate ain't moderate. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So. And, so and they used to basic... pull it slowly. They just jerked it over this time. <laughs> yeah, 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 here we can do though. We, 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 you know, like I can't about too much call myself. So right. you know, right. so we need to start waiting the uh, labels and start voting for what's going to uh, work for our communities, what's going to work for us. Yeah. Or, you know how we, you know, what's the combat. You know, me trying to figure yeah. out, well, am I a liberal? Am I? Well, it just depends on the issue. See, what folks yeah. understand is that black people, black people are actually conservatives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Black folks are conservatives. I agree with See, that. Folks don't yeah. know that. Folks don't know that they don't know us. You know, uh, you know, but basically, but the issues that we, uh, uh, like like human rights, civil rights, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. all the stuff, all the all the equity issues that we're about, that's called liberal. Right, right. So they've actually co-opted our conservatism and stuck yes. into the liberal left, where we just look liberal. Yes, you know about what they're saying because you know, and so and so I'm saying so. Uh, so we need to just basically, like I said, you know, get away from those labels. Don't let anybody put no label on you. You know, just, just right. depend on the issue. You know what you might be. That's right. You know. That's right. That's Good exactly point. right. Kind of, like, uh, kind of like Judas. You look kind of like Judas. Judas wasn't Judas till the time came. But that he was a there regular guy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wow. That's a very wow. good point. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we really are in a time where every single issue, every single day, especially, you know, trumpeted out from the top, 
puts us in these categories, and you know, especially this the liberal thing. If we take it issue by issue, most people agree with the things that we agree with, the, the things that we want for our families and our communities and our kids, and right. who are in need. And you know, we all want the same thing. That just doesn't make yeah. you a liberal or a snowflake or the racism. But the racism is the sort of Damocles that sits there and they they're there and they drop it. Yeah. And so you know, see people getting together, they drop that sword. Yep. Yep. That's it. You know. <laughs> Every time. That's it. That's it. Wow. We're in some serious times. That's all I can say. All I can say. Well, this is our time. This is our time, though. You're right. It is our time. It was eight o'clock. It was serious time for for our folks for us. That was serious time. You know, getting hung on a Sunday, everybody dressed up. Them serious. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Them serious time. But hey, but this is our time. So I mean, that's all it is. It's just hey, you know, this is our time. Do what we gonna do? So what we gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you just, you I always just... love that reminder. I love that reminder. Right. When Arthur Fleming comes in and reminds us this is this is the time right now. <laughs> right. Well, well, what he just said reminded me of a lot of photographs that I've seen in a lot of books mm-hmm. of history that that is just so ugly that we don't we don't like to talk anything about it. Mm-hmm. But you use that yes. word hang. My goodness! You, as yeah. everybody know, we just last weekend we were down in was it last weekend? Weekend, not this weekend, right here. Uh, the weekend before this past weekend, yeah, we yeah. were down in um, Selma, Alabama, to see all of those people. Over twenty thousand people across mm-hmm. that bridge that Sunday. Oh yeah, posted. That was, yeah, that was really something else. That's really mm-hmm. something else. Really, really something. It's a great. That's photo. something I. Sure. Oh my goodness! But it, it's it stays with you. Do you hear me? It stays mm-hmm. with you. <laughs> well, it's real. It is real. Mm-hmm. It is certainly recent, real. Recent, recent history. Recent. recent that's right. Ain't nothing made up. Real. Ain't nothing made up. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. It's real. Okay. Wow. Time has gone by. It's you believe it's nine fifty in the evening time? Time where's time it flies and and when people say that time flies, that used to didn't mean very much to us in our other days, right, Mr. Arthur? When we were younger that didn't mean very much to us. But now we know what that means, right? Time flies. Yeah, but could you get them to quit mess with daylight saving time? <laughs> So, so were you good. able to rise up on schedule on Sunday morning? I mean, I, I mean, you know, I mean, look here. I won't just leave it like it is. Like, leave it like this. You're know, here. You know, I feel like I'm part of a mind control thing. You know, twice a year. Bring forward. Which are our reality, yes. <laughs> Once yeah. we get used to one time and we change it to another one. Psych. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I mm. know. So it, it, the only issue is that 
that it, it's hard to get the children off to bed, isn't it? Because when they have to go to school the next day, yes. and they got to go to and bed, it's hard to get them up. and they don't want to go to bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. don't they don't want to go to bed. They don't want to get up. <laughs> they don't sure, want to get hey, up. Sure. That's right. Ms. Hey, Rihanna hey, knows. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, uh-huh. Sure, you know, when you're younger, you know, uh-huh. you want to get dark fast. When, when, when you're young, you want to get dark fast. And when you're old, you, you want to stay lifelong. Yes. Huh? <laughs> you're probably right. Oh, my goodness. That's it. <laughs> yes, I guess so. Uh, oh, goodness me. Man, I want to be light all the time. Man. You want to be light, light all the time. Huh? Yes. All the time, yeah. Nothing good goes on after dark. Yeah, that's that's what they say. I'm gonna, I'm about to believe them. Uh, about to believe other than sleep. Other than sleep. Uh, yeah. That's right. Mm-mm. That's right. <laughs> oh me. Well, any finally com- final comments on anything that we have not covered or anything that we have covered? As everybody knows, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I am exactly less than one month from my regional conference. And, of course, uh, Mr. Arthur knows uh, what I'm talking about. He's my fraternity brother. And so my mm-hmm. regional conference for Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated South Central Region will be in Fort Worth, Texas. And so we were there on, on Saturday uh, planning and preparing. And so I hope you guys are pulling for me. I head up the medical team for our region, and uh, and then I was one of eight uh, sisters who started the medical team period for our mm-hmm. sorority in 2008 in Washington, D.C., when we had our 100th year celebration. So I'm honored to uh, to have been a part of uh, the eight wow. uh, medical team, medical people who started it. And boy, have we ever grown! And we have uh, yeah, close to four hundred thousand sisters. Huh? It got AKA mammogram program. Y'all got a mammogram program also. Oh, you better believe it! And we have we actually have our own personal uh, mammography uh, truck van. And wow! So we yes, yeah, so we travel I all over it. the place. Yes, giving free mammograms. It. To, uh, yeah, I'm big deal. Uh, very them. proud of that. Yeah, Tell very them. proud of that. <laughs> and how old do you how old do you need to be when you need to start getting those yearly? Uh, well, now things have changed, Miss Rihanna. Uh, okay, we all always said. Oh, did I turn right, that age 50? right before they changed? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, but if, if we if you have a history, now mm-hmm. think about. Let me share this with you. Overseas during the war in Iraq. My youngest mm-hmm. person, I, I don't know if some of you may know, Ms. Rihanna knows this, that I established the, the comprehensive, yeah. the only comprehensive breast cancer center in the European theater. I, I established that and then became the chief nurse, the first chief nurse to serve it once I established mm-hmm. it. And so the youngest uh, soldier that I had to die of breast cancer was 23 years of mm. age. Yeah. And then I had, then I I was out in the field and I was discovering that there was men uh, with male soldiers was coming down with breast cancer. 
So when they found out that I had done uh, breast cancer research for University of Texas College of Nursing in in Austin, Texas, they pulled me out of the field, brought me in, and said, we need you to do some research for the military. And that's how I was able to do uh, research, breast cancer research for the military. And that's when I established Mm -hmm. that breast cancer center because there was too many people uh, uh, coming down with breast cancer. So. So it was able and worked with two amazing uh, oncologists uh, there. Uh, at that time, I was stationed in Launstuhl, Germany. And so, mm-hmm. if you ever, well, military, of course, uh, Mr. Arthur is is military, but uh, but you'll see you'll see the sh- the clinic that Shirley McKellar established there at Launstuhl, Germany uh, Hospital there for the wow. military. But well, so well, to answer well, your question quickly, yes, yeah. sir. Well, old news. But now, so now they're push, pushing it back down to forty. Even in your thirties, if you have first degree relatives that have uh, had breast cancer, whether they survived or whether you lost them, so if you have a mother or a sister, uh, then there and it depends upon the age that they passed away or they came down with breast cancer you may your physician may say if you're in your 30s late 30s uh, if, if you're prior to that prior to 30 the breast is still real dense and so it's very difficult to figure out that but once you get to 40 uh, then you may want to find out you know if it's time for you to actually have it uh, at least to have one that your very first one that will show what's going on with you if you have first-degree relatives who have had breast cancer. So after that, say 50, and you do it every single year. And then not only that, uh, do your breast exams once a month. Let somebody who's, who's skilled in, in doing breast exams, that's the other thing that, that I'll share with you since we are talking about this, that, that there were 16 clinicians from around the world uh, that were uh, brought into um, Berlin to speak to the um, to come before the uh, fifth uh, the fourth European Congress, and then out of the sixteen clinicians, myself and another clinician from Philadelphia was selected to represent America at that conference. I was in, still in the military at that time, and then they selected five people. Uh, to speak before Congress. Now, I've never had the opportunity to speak before my own Congress, but I was one of those five who spoke before Congress. In wow. All right. Amen. Making things happen wherever you go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. That, that was, that was, she that was quite a privilege. Yes. Wow. Hey. So good work. that's my story. Thank you. Yeah. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Sticking to it. <laughs> well, we one. got two minutes. So <laughs> Thank you I'm so much. You. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Anybody that have any comments, go ahead. Well, I just want to say I enjoyed oh. everybody tonight. Uh, <laughs> and if uh, and Akira, if you should spot that congressman of yours, y'all bring that. I mean, a representative <laughs> of the yours. Will you please tell him to lock himself up? Gladly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he keeps escaping because I'm I'm it's certain he has to have been locked up at some point, right? <laughs> and anytime I talk to Doctor CDC. Uh-huh. Doctor CDC. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wonder what that stands for. <laughs> that's one of the that's one of the renowned physicians there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. A random renowned <laughs> physician who said, eh, yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. go, go be in public. <laughs> well, maybe we can get rid of him too. So, you know, get these takes turn out. And I think we can get it this time. Yes. Let's just work harder. Thank you so much. All right, much. guys, that's all I have. It's 10 p.m., Miss Rihanna. Do you know where your children are? Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm we'll kidding. I love you, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if Dr. Nichols has any final comments, but I'm done for the evening. So, Ms. Rihanna, thank you so much. Guys, it's always a pleasure to be right back here on Monday. And it was great to have Mr. Donnie Walker. We'll see him on Wednesday morning. And so uh, so we'll see you. We'll say hello to the veteran over at the VA hospital tomorrow as we try to take care of those. And, uh, Ms. Rihanna, it's all yours. Play our beautiful music. If you have any final comments, go right ahead. I'm done for the evening. Thank you so much. God bless each of you. Bye now. Thank you. Good night. And happy International Women's Day. Women, you just keep on doing it. And the men who support you, we love you too. So thank you and happy Women's Day. Happy Women's Day. One day when the glory comes. It will be out, it will be out, oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be the heavens, no man, no weapon, formed against, yes, glory is destined, everyday women and men become legends, sins that go against our skin become blessings, the movement is a rhythm to us, freedom is like religion to us, justice is juxtaposition in us, justice for all just ain't specific enough, one son died, his spirit is revisiting us, true and living, living in us, resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots be on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, no. Glory, glory, oh.
man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day when the glory comes 